Don't get behind. It's time to unwind. A conversation purely designed with you in mind. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pure Perspectives. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Again, I'm Jasmine. And I'm Desiree. And my name is Mia. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? (laughs) So welcome back, everyone. So this week, we are going to be touching on one of my favorite topics, of course, (laughs) social media, and more, more so the pros and the cons of social media. Because as we all know, like in today's society, Everyone is on social media. We wake up first thing in the morning. We roll over, check our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter got the news. Uh, Of course. Twitter has better news than the news, in my personal opinion. I'm silent over here. (laughs) And then we have our non-social media chairwoman. Not chairwoman. The president. The president of the non-social media fan club over here. But yeah, so we're going to, you know, dive into that this week. And we'll dive into our discussion right after this. Y'all, I am so sick of leaving this apartment to go grocery shopping. Girl, especially with all those restrictions they have because of COVID. Wait, have y'all heard about Instacart? Is that like grocery pickup? No, it's even better than that. It's like personal shopper, delivery to your door in as fast as an hour. An hour? What's the catch? No catch. Just follow the link in our episode notes, which lets Instacart know that Pure Perspectives podcast sent you. Then simply put in your zip code to see which stores are available in your area. And on top of that, your delivery is free if you spend over $35. That's it. Girl, I spend that at the grocery store anyways. (laughs) I'm pulling it up on the app right now. So now that we're finished with our ad break, we're going to dive into the discussion of social media. So I feel like to start off the conversation, we should really talk about some of the pros and the cons that are intertwined well, with social media. a pro, of course, you can always connect with friends and new people on social media. Yes, it's definitely been a resource for me, like... Since I transferred to Charlotte, mm-hmm. it was really resourceful to have social media for that. And I agree because, you know, since I lived in California during my childhood, I kind of got to reconnect with those friends from there through social media, through Facebook, which I love. And, you know, just other people that I've had like brief encounters with, but like meaningful relationships with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like we kind of mentioned before, um, I know myself, I use Twitter as a way to get information and figure out really what's going on in the world. Like, yeah, I could go to the New York Times or whatever it may be, but I bet it's on Twitter. So it is. And I can click that. And I can get a good laugh. I can get a good laugh in between all of it. So that's mainly what I use it for. She loves a good laugh. (laughs) And Twitter has it. Um, Another pro is the opportunity to network, especially like if you have a business, it's a great resource for you to be able to talk about your business, what you're doing, and also connect with other people who may be in the similar field as you. Which, while we're at it, make sure you follow all of our social media accounts. Yes. Because all you can them. network with us personally. It's, and then even on top of that, social media isn't just Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like LinkedIn too. So that's mm, definitely yes. a place that you can network and it's a little less draining, you know. 
And you know, on the sometimes top- confusing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started. But yes, and with that networking, you know, while I was saying follow us, it's also a good way for businesses to, you know, get their name out there, promote themselves in many different ways and, you know, just reach a larger audience. And while everything does have its pros, they also have their cons as well. So while you can go to these social media sites and find the news, it can oftentimes be draining, especially with the things happening um, in these days you get on there and it's a lot of stuff that kind of messes with your mind and mm-hmm. kind of puts you in a bad place sometimes. So sometimes it's good to kind of take a break and get away from those things. And it also opens doors for comparison, especially with the people on Instagram who are the top people who have over a million followers and do this and that. You're comparing yourself. You're comparing yourself with the people who you went to school with and they're showing their life and how glamorous it is. And so it opens a door for a lot of comparison, too. While we're on the topic of comparison and social media, do you ever feel overwhelmed with, you know, the information you find on social media, like, but at the same time, you can't seem to detach yourself from it, even though it's, you know, continuously overwhelming you. It's like you always want to see more. You're always, always scrolling, always seeing, checking your feed. Yeah, I know this um, can become an issue with me sometimes. Like I get on these sites, um, not only just to laugh, but to stay informed. But then, Like I said, sometimes it's too much, but you can't detach because you don't want to miss out on something or you want to be up to all the latest news or you don't want it to seem like you don't care, like you don't want to see those things. Um, But I think it's important to find a healthy balance between wanting to know what's going on, but also knowing when what's going on is starting to be too much for you. Yeah, I also agree that it is extremely overwhelming Um, for me. In the essence of detaching, I think back to like whenever I used to get on social media all the time and it would just be like secondhand. Like I pick up my phone and I hit Instagram Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wait a minute, why am I on here? I got on the phone to call somebody. (laughs) And so that's like a sign for me that, okay, maybe I need to. It's consuming too much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I need to reevaluate my time that I'm spending on these networking sites. So kind of rolling off of that as well, what would you say is the main reason that you're actually using social media? Is it just to be entertained? Is it kind of to stay up to date on the latest news? Like y'all said, staying connected with friends and family? Um, Me personally, I would say I have a, depending on the social network, I would say I have different uses for them. Yeah. Um, like I always say, I, sometimes I'm I'm always like, oh, I just want to delete my Facebook. Like it's a lot of negativity on Facebook. I'm always like, I want to delete it. I want to delete it. But at the same time, I have groups of people who I've connected with on Facebook. I have no other interactions mm-hmm. with. Like I was saying, um, I have friends and family from California, like maybe mo- more distant relatives that I don't, you know, have phone numbers for. I also have like uh, the people I went to governor school with. We have pages on there. And then at the same time, I have some pages that I'm an admin for on Facebook. So I would say Facebook for me is more the connection, you know, connecting. Now, my Instagram, that's that's where I like to, you know, show off my life to people, if, if that makes sense. Instagram is really just for, you know... Keep, I feel like Instagram is more the keeping an eye on on each other, on people you personally know, and then not only that, but celebrities. And then Twitter is all about the laughs. Yeah, yeah, Twitter be having me weak. But Twitter is and probably the, the reckless one. Let, let us not forget, Twitter gets us the news first. But my Twitter is purely for laughter for me. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I feel like Facebook for me, I've never, well, I don't even get on Facebook. 
I just recently started getting on Facebook. Um, She's probably the newest member of Facebook. <laughs> See, I had one, and then I didn't because I thought it was stupid, but I still think it's stupid, but I needed it for work. So, yeah, but, yeah, definitely Twitter for the entertainment. And then Instagram, I don't even barely get on anymore because Instagram keeps messing with these algorithms. Yes. And I'm just not seeing what I want to see anymore, so I'm over it. No, honestly, that is random fact. But we were just talking about, you know, a classmate of ours – and I was saying, I was like, oh, I, I must not follow them. Like, what's their new account? I've been following them the whole time. Haven't seen a picture Haven't of them in two years. Thing. I miss when it was just like the, the post, first post. Yeah, like your post uh, went by whenever you post. Right. And it wasn't this, I scroll and then it's, it's five days seeing ago. seeing stuff from five days yeah. ago. Like, All I know no is sense. Instagram. If you're, listening, if you're listening, do better. Fix it. Fix the algorithm. Like, I would like to see all of my friends, not the same 12 people over and over. Right. But the I'm reason sure. I'm liking their stuff is because I keep seeing it. Yes. Because yeah. if I have variety, I might not be like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Facebook owns Instagram now. So, Facebook. Get it together. Facebook. Get it together. Adjust your algorithm. You don't do that on Facebook. We don't want to see it on Instagram. Period. At all. And so, how do you balance your presence? Speaking of like, um, Facebook is more of a professional mm-hmm. site in my eyes. So how do you balance your presence of style within social media? So I know for me, I try to keep a certain level of professionalism on all of them just because anybody can look at any of them. Um, but obviously Twitter and Instagram are going to be more the, where the ones where I care less. And then LinkedIn is obviously get it together, dot your eyes, periods, commas, all that good stuff. Um, but since I'm just hopping on Facebook, I just dip and dabble there. Well, Facebook, it can be iffy because mm-hmm. you think it's this site for like professional use. Right. Because your family's there. But Facebook, people really be speaking their mind oh, on Facebook, Facebook more than Twitter because they get more characters. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Now, I always I always get a good laugh because I can always say Facebook is where you get all the hometown drama. Mm-hmm. Anything that has occurred in my hometown <laughs> You guys will gladly share your full story with me on Facebook. And and I appreciate you for that because I like entertainment personally. So I I definitely get what you're saying. It's like the professional Facebook. Mm -hmm. With that balance, I do believe my Facebook is more professional. Like I for sure wouldn't upload some of the things that I upload. (laughs) Photo-wise on my Instagram, I wouldn't upload that to my Facebook. Also, I have like, you know, grandparents on my Facebook. I have more family there. Yeah. And I for sure would not say the things I say on Twitter on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Twitter is a Twitter whole is, another avenue. Twitter, like, how do I put this in a good... Twitter is ratchet me. Like, that's Twitter is the Waffle House of the world. Free. Yes, Twitter is the Waffle... I, I like that. Twitter <laughs> is the Waffle House. Instagram, more like the IHOP. And, oh my gosh. and Facebook, man, that's brunch. Facebook that's is Denny's brunch. because... Not Denny's. Not Denny's. <laughs> No, you have to take it that far. Nobody <laughs> eats Denny's. Exactly. Okay, my well, point. You're canceled. And um, speaking of, <laughs> no, but no. On a serious note, um, how do you feel about the the cancel culture? Since I'm about to cancel you for calling Facebook Denny's. Yikes! I feel like this is something more y'all could talk about. I haven't really been on that. Facebook. Desiree has been on a social media hiatus show. I don't know what's going on in your life. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, we can say something that happened two weeks ago, and she'll be like, "What? I didn't know that." If it's not in CNN, New York Times, I'm sorry, it's not hit in my inbox. I'm scared of you. And that's really crazy to think of because it, it's honestly true. This cancel culture is so such a new thing, and it's so oh, it's so saturated in every, especially Twitter. Twitter will be quick to try to cancel someone, right? 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of cancel culture. A, I think people can change. Um, so judging people off of what they did years and years and years ago and not like nothing recent to back that up doesn't completely make sense to me. But at the same time, I do think it's fake when people do things years and years ago and then they put out these little fake apologies because mm-hmm. you can tell when people are actually actually genuinely sorry for what they said or what they did and when they're just saying it just to look good. But for the people that are still making these little stupid mistakes in 2020, some of them need to be canceled, to be honest, I, because see, that's I, it's I, things I that with. you know you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't say. So don't try to spew out this little fake apology once you get caught doing and saying it. See, that's exactly what I agree with because in this day and age, like at your big old grown yo age, big old yo age. big old age, <laughs> you sitting here saying things that are, you know, racist, sexist, et cetera, like ageist, whatever you are saying, you know what comments you're making. Right. Is, see, the reason I don't like cancel culture, like you were saying with the old and like, you know, old when they people dig up, you know. Like, where do you have the time to go back in somebody's life? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing with your life? I want to know. What are you doing? My personal perspective, I have to think, when I created my Facebook and things, I wasn't even old enough to be on there. To be honest. I created them in secret. Had to lie about your age. Yes. I went 13. I went went behind my parents' back and created my Facebook. I believe my Twitter, I was too young to even have Mm -hmm. one at the time. So I I can only imagine. Girl, don't take it back to MySpace (laughs) because it ain't no telling what got said on there. Nobody was of age on MySpace. Exactly. And I'm I'm just thinking like me being so young and immature, I can only imagine what I had said at the time. Right. So for... In this day and age, you never know. Like, anyone could go back and, like, let's say, just dig up old posts. And I have to think, like, if I wasn't even old enough to be on the social media, I clearly didn't know what I was exactly. thinking or saying. It was just I think ignorance. with age, there comes knowledge. Yes. And we are not who we were at, like, 12 or right. 11. Mm-hmm. Um, your perspective has changed. You're more aware of stuff. Like, awareness is key. And so for individuals who are being canceled due to stuff in their past, if you know that person and know who they are now and they acknowledged, like, their yes, growth. that was messed up and mm-hmm. I see how that was wrong then, but I now know this or that, like, acknowledge that because – isn't that what we want to do is bring awareness mm-hmm. to people about certain things? And so shutting them out and saying, no, you're canceled is not really helping at all. Eyes. You got to think, like you said, with age comes growth. That being said, um, I do. I definitely believe, you know, moving out of my town um, when I was younger, there were a lot of things I used to, even if it wasn't me personally, I used to let a lot of comments slide that people around me would say. Right. And I didn't really realize the effect that those comments had and like the value, the weight that their words held until I got older. And I was looking back like that's growth right there. So we can't just go around canceling people because like we said, people grow. They have new experiences. If they acknowledge the past was wrong and what they participated in or said was wrong. Hey, we can move past that. Right. So kind of just bouncing off of that, what would you say is your take on social media in our generation? Social media, I feel like, is very big in our generation. And just not in the sense of us finding comic relief from it, but also in the aspect of professionalism, business. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to find something, you'll go to social media. Like, if I read an article and somebody's name pops up, I want to go to social media, see what they're doing, see what their quote-unquote life looks like. Um, And so, yeah, I think social media is a really big thing. I don't see it dying or diminishing anytime soon with our generation. I just see it growing. Mm -hmm. And that could be great in some instances and some 
times that might be a bad thing. For sure. Um, We're kind of social media. We're like the social media generation. Like we grew up, you know, with the electronics at our fingertips pretty much um, our whole lives. And I agree with you. I just think it's going to be bigger. And that's that's from me speaking on the next generation, because as you guys know, I have a one-year-old niece. This girl is one, and she knows how to get on a phone and turn on TikTok. TikTok. Ten-year-olds with iPhones. She, she, that little girl loves her some TikTok. And so I'm just thinking, imagine if we were, you know, on social media at one, like how much bigger a, social media would be a part of our lives. And it already is such a huge part. Like, like, like you guys know, like you said, sometimes we just click on our phone and find ourselves on social media. Mm-hmm. Don't even know why we're there, but it's entertaining. Especially like here. these younger kids that mm-hmm. have iPhones and mm-hmm. stuff like when did I get I'm trying to remember when I got my first phone and Lord knows it wasn't an iPhone it was like Girl, a little Motorola flip right. <laughs> I didn't get my first iPhone till senior year of high school that Honestly. was your decision you yeah, wanted a Galaxy I was Android gang yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I dabbled with Android for a little bit I'm trying to think when I might green. be lying I'll speak green. I'll speak <laughs> green. green. I love my little Android. Were you the type of person if the message popped up green? Oh, nah, we're good. You're not the one. You don't even. I didn't know that there were green bubbles until I had something that had green and blue bubbles. Oh, my. I didn't know. Oh, we knew. We knew. It's okay. I'm blue bubble gang now, y'all. And yeah. then my family, we have this massive family group message, and some people have Androids, and some girl, her phone be going. Off. And Do it's y'all like, hear me? Oh my gosh, everybody needs to get the same type of phone. People be loving messages and then it don't you get the notification. So and so love the message. Like, what? No. Stop doing that because you know it don't come through right. <laughs> Just say you like it. It's fine. You don't exactly. gotta use the extra features. No. So would you say that social media or a lack of social media creates some type of FOMO for you? I want Desiree to answer this because she doesn't have you don't media. have it. Can we define FOMO? Oh, for those who don't know, FOMO is, as in Desiree, because I kind of feel like she doesn't know. (laughs) FOMO is the fear of missing out. FOMO. I'm not going to lie. I just learned what that meant recently. (laughs) I was like, I've never heard of this before. This is a Jasmine term, so therefore I know this is a Jasmine question. Maybe I need to get back on social media. (laughs) FOMO has been around forever. No, I I literally just received this knowledge Um, from Jasmine recently. So for me, I feel like this lack of social media presence that I have had this year has been great. I think whenever I am on social media, I feel the you know, tension of I'm missing something. Let mm-hmm. me check, check. But since I'm in this like consistency of where I'm not on it, I just don't care. If I see, cool, I'm not going to check and see if so-and-so made a post today. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like once you get in a routine of things, it kind of sways a little. But if that's what you're used to, if you're on Instagram like four hours out of your day, then yeah, you're probably like, oh, I'm missing something because this is the peak time for social media. Let me go check it. Right. So, Jasmine, how do you, how do you feel about it? Because I know this is your question, and I know that you personally have told me you've had instances where you have, you know, FOMO. I get FOMO really bad. I don't know if it's just social media or if it's because I'm a homebody and I don't like going places, and then I'm like, I wonder what they're doing, but I still don't want to be there. Um, no, I still don't. I really don't. Like, I am fine laying at home watching TV, but then it's kind of like, hmm, what am I missing? I'm living through you. 
Yeah, I kind of have to. So I think that's probably, I mean, I see it on social media. It creates a little bit of FOMO depending on who it is. Like maybe Mia will be somewhere and I'll be like, hmm, maybe I should have pulled up. Oh, she will literally text me. <laughs> she will send me eye emojis so fast to ask me what's going on. And I'll be like, why didn't you come? <laughs> Look, that bed and that couch, it's the couch. It's, it's the, the couch. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just get FOMO bad in general. I don't think it's social media. I think it's just, just me. Life. And it's just you. <laughs> it's just me. Maybe we need to talk about it's that. A, it's a Jasmine thing. <laughs> If you get FOMO, let us know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. there's a helpline for yeah. FOMO. Or maybe y'all can start FOMO. a little FOMO group. Aww. What? Are you on social media? No, I'm... Oh. <laughs> you know she got FOMO. She got to see what's going on while we recorded. So kind of coming off that FOMO situation, seeing what other people are doing and feeling like you're missing out. In that aspect, do you think social media is giving us too much access to each other's lives? And then also, <laughs> even further than just their lives, their deep personal lives. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. I know so much about y'all. All of y'all. <laughs> and then I feel like they get so much access, they feel like they have an opinion. They know you. <laughs> they think they know you. Like, Beth, why are you bathing your baby in that type of water? People, like, I only use sparkling water to bathe my baby. <laughs> people are so quick to give their opinion. And it's just like, I don't remember asking. At all. And this I, makes you want to clap back at them. No, I swear. And it honestly, I feel like, like you guys were saying, people feel like they, they know you like they have, you know, opinion towards your life. You could post something completely random like, for example, I could go on Twitter and be like, oh, I really want, you know, an over medium egg for breakfast. And here come Twitter. Oh, that's nasty. You should this, this, and that. Jasmine, I don't want to hear no comments from you. It is <laughs> nasty. That is disgusting. <laughs> yes, I, okay, should I use scrambled, scrambled with, cheese? with cheese? You basic scrambled with cheese. American I like a fried cheese. egg. but Oh, a fried egg do be But good. it got to be like fried, fried. Like not that. No liquid running yeah, out. No. Okay, for all my, you know, real breakfast eaters on here, you know, over medium egg top tier. What, some we'll avocado? Let, we'll let the toast. children talk. We'll let the children some talk about themselves. Toast. <laughs> but yeah, um, not even just that though. Oh gosh, I don't know. It's kind of like what Desiree was um saying earlier. People will just post like ranting kind of, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I've I've had my social media rants, but it was really so one specific person could see it. But it's kind of like when you <laughs> post that, that out there. What's that called? <laughs> When you <laughs> subtweeting. Yeah. When you post that out there, everyone everyone sees it. Ugh, so, so annoying. When you're sitting here telling your whole story about how your, you know, significant other did this, this, and that to you in the third, and how you're you know, you're you're really giving us a lot. A lot. And, and I, I didn't see, want that front row. And see, a woman like me, I'm gonna screenshot it and send it to my <gasps> friends. Am I lying? She's no, not lying, not. y'all. I'm a woman like me. I'm going to screenshot those posts you're making and send it to my friends so we can break it down a little further. Not- and then I feel as though you've given me access. Now I feel like I'm, you know, I'm supposed like I'm watching your TV show. But do you feel like in a sense you're giving people permission to comment on your life? I I do feel like when you post it out there, you kind de- mm, depending. Like I said, if it's I give you permission, but I don't have I to I feel like there's that. a line. Yeah. I feel like it kind of depends what it is. Like, if you're mm-hmm. putting your full life out there, like, no, you're not inviting people to, like, literally sit there and comment on it. But you said it. Like, people, like you said it so someone would acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's going to acknowledge that, it. That, yeah, that's a good point you made. Like, you said it so someone will acknowledge it. 
kind of like with all the things going on in the world, people all have, you know, their own opinions on things lately. But then they get mad if someone comments like a different opinion. Right. Like you came to social media, you kind of have to expect what's. Yeah, like you know, if you don't want nobody to, to say there. nothing, I mean, you could ultimately keep it to yourself. Yeah, and not saying oh, that. You can turn off the comments. Yeah, not saying that grants anyone permission to be disrespectful. No, to not you, at all. To attack you, to any no, anything like that. But at the same time, it's like. You have to, in a sense, know that people are entitled to their opinion. And take some Just type like, of responsibility mm-hmm. for what your role yeah. in that was. And if they come at you sideways, sis, pop off. Yeah, go at them sideways because we can go at it on Twitter. <laughs> blocked. <laughs> and then when I'm tired, blocked. blocked. <laughs> Can't get no response. I'm going to argue back. Y'all know me. I'm going to argue back. <laughs> so what would you say is your average amount of time spent on social media each week? And it might look different depending on what type of social media account you're on. Like, so I don't know what mine actually is. I get like notifications on like every Sunday for like my screen time. time. And my screen time is like four to five hours each day, which that seems like a lot. Does it always go up? No, mine's actually been going down recently. That's great. I've been working too much. I get little kicks out of it going down. I'm like, yes. Mm-mm. I want mine to go up because that means I have free time. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, I don't know what exactly social media is, but I'm sure it takes up a big chunk of that because what else would I be on my phone for other oh, yeah, than I'm, texting? I'm with you. My average be about, oh, it went up a little this week. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm lying. It went down this week. My word. Um, <laughs> my word. <laughs> what was um, Let's also take into consideration one of at least one of my jobs I don't do much during the day anymore because I don't have any customers so yeah I be on my phone a lot I'm not gonna lie to y'all it'd be a lot and and then like when you go to the stores you probably don't have this problem anymore but like you don't want to talk to people so you be on your phone like oh I do that all the time if I I have to go to the store by myself I will literally scroll through my contacts because Mm -hmm. I do not want strange men trying to talk to me oh I FaceTime one of y'all and be talking to y'all while I'm in the store I will fake I will put my airpods in and fake talk to somebody yeah I have literally walked past somebody and been fake talking like since I've gotten my AirPods, I just automatically stick them in because I haven't before been on you even media. go in the store. Yeah. Like, let me go ahead because they're not about to try me today. Put on my favorite song, <laughs> especially this little ghetto Walmart. Like, if you go in there by yourself, those, you are going to get harassed. For those of you not from Charlotte, well, actually, for I don't even have to tell y'all what the ghetto Walmart is. Charlotte knows. Try on, y'all know. <laughs> the oh, ghetto Walmart. I, I get such anxiety at that Walmart. <laughs> like it's it's terrible. Me and Mia went yesterday. Hot mess. <laughs> a hot mess. A hot mess. That's why I do pickup. And then the dude tried to tell me I couldn't have a cart because it wasn't clean. But he was sitting down on his cell phone. And I said, well, I'll clean it myself unless you want to get up and, you know, clean them. What? There were no carts in all of Walmart. That's crazy. I went to Food Line, and whenever I put my cart back, the guy was like, give me your hands. And I, like, held him out, and he sprayed them down. He was like, you got to stay clean. Um, COVID times, y'all. COVID times. <laughs> yeah, this is really, this is going to be funny to look back on years from now and be like, what were we going through? A lot. <laughs> A whole lot. So since social media gives us so much access to people's lives, have you ever personally been harassed on social media? And how did you respond to that? Well, I've been harassed multiple times on multiple social medias. But you're a very vocal person. I am. So I'm a very opinionated person. I'm a very vocal person. So I wouldn't even consider some of the things like, you know, some people like just getting in little arguments. I would even consider that really harassment. 
It's really just a difference of opinions going back and forth. Mm-hmm. That I would not consider harassment. Now, on the flip end, I've had people create multiple fake accounts um, to message me. I've had people create fake email addresses to message no me. freaking life. I've had exactly like you have literally like put my name in the in the fake email as my name was their fake email address. Like, but they oh, spelled that's scary. Yeah, it was like it was my Instagram name that was their e- email address. It was like Pippin ain't easy. Something was the Insta- the email app. But yeah, I've had people create multiple fake emails. I've had people create multiple fake accounts. Um, yeah, so I've had a lot of harassment that. And not even, that's just the tip of the iceberg because I've had people I know personally harass me. And I kind of touch on that in a later episode a little bit, maybe. Maybe not. I'm going to keep vague on that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to, you know. I feel like more of it might come from like Twitter because people aren't really like Mm -mm. subtweeting and stuff. I don't really get harassment off Twitter. I've never been harassed yeah. on social media, Me, but I don't I really talk on social media either. I, I haven't been harassed either. I've had like rude comments like from those anonymous type apps, you know, like when Form oh, yeah, Spring yeah, yeah. was I, I remember those. I had rude comments on those too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. People was just being dumb. I hate like that. Like I said, and like, um, I mean, like we said, I, I clearly, I obviously am a very vocal person. I do have strong opinions. I speak up for those opinions. Always. As you should. Um, so like I said, honestly, like the disagreement, people like having rude comments back towards me. Like I said, I really don't even consider that harassment because when I put something out there, I kind of ex- not expect, but you know, you got to be open. You have to know what's going to come from you making. If you make a really strong statement, especially on Facebook, Lord Jesus, mm. you have to know those Facebook little vultures that be sitting at home just ready to just comment no on whatever. Yes, I'm living in their mind rent-free. Um, yeah, so like I said, how did I handle it? Not well. Um, <laughs> I, I'm an argumentative person when people. I feel like people are attacking me. <laughs> Y'all, I be trying to tell Mia. <laughs> she, I was just I be about trying to, say, to she tell tries. Mia. She'd be like, don't even respond after I done sent three paragraphs. Like she, <laughs> she, she will wait until she until responds to send it to me. And I'm like, I'll be like Look I can't even said. help you now. You done responded. <laughs> That's literally exactly what I do. I wait until I'm done responding. Like I wait till the argument's over. And nah, I'll be like, I'm going to send it Look before. what they said. And she'd be like, don't respond. I'll be like, oh, here's my response. Yeah, I'll send it before. So yeah, I mean, y'all don't even got to calm me down because I just do not, I don't care. Like, I honestly, I don't, I'm the type of person, I don't care to argue. I don't. No, that's not I in my argue. blood. That, I mean, yeah, that's see, in I Jasmine's argue. blood. She gets kicks out of oh, it. Oh, Jasmine loves the argument. In no area of my life, relationship, personal, social media, I'm not getting ready to argue with you. Point, period, blank. Like, you say what you got to say. I'm going to say what I got to say. And then we're done. See, and I'm, I'm not even that I like to argue, which I mean, it's more me. I don't like when I feel like people are coming for me. I get so defensive. I think that's my problem. I get so defensive. But honestly, I will say when people created the fake email accounts, I did take Jasmine's advice. I literally like Aww. blocked everything. I, I removed my email. Change. I actually changed one of my email accounts because I'm sitting here like, how are y'all getting all this information? And that sounds like a stalker. Me? Yeah, I actually, feel like if anybody takes that much time to do all of that, like, what right. am I responding for? Like, you're doing a lot. If we're being completely honest, I did believe the email was like a. I wouldn't say like a stalker. Like someone's like you know. I do believe this was one individual who had previously like sent me some pretty, you know, strong like messages on another social media flowers or something. No, 
No, now they had dropped me. Um, they sent me all types of things, inappropriate photos of themselves. They sent oh, me yeah, all these. Oh, that's mess- crazy. And I do believe this was all the same person. Because mm. then when I wasn't responding, that's when they started like attacking me through email. So it it was the same person. So they can't had handle rejection well, girl. Literally. Yeah, people be weird. I weird. feel like you just gotta you just gotta keep pushing because those weird people gonna be weird forever, and mm-hmm. I just cannot miserable. I can't do that. And the more you put yourself out there. No, I will say that. Yeah, I was gonna say I say that too because it's the most. The only things that have ever happened to me, pretty much, are my Instagram, which is my you know most active social media account. Mm-hmm. Which I I discussed this with uh, my friend of mine too, and he was like, "Come on," he was like, "You want to be out there? Like, you want to have all these followers on Instagram, whatever?" He's like, "You gotta you toughen up because he's like, you're gonna get people who are like this for no reason. Yeah, like they're just miserable at home. Like, oh, let me go." Tell Mia to die in her messages. Like, some people are really just like that. So I'd be like, pull up. <laughs> pull up. Jas- Jasmine say this now, but she is not the writer. We I'm all know it's Desiree. Baby all, um, See, you well, hear her? I'm, I'm scared of you, Desiree, I'm y'all. the ride or die. You hear my ride or die? She the one who's going to pull up scary. with me every time. Every- it's because y'all think she nice. Jasmine going to be I in the back I am nice. I'm probably going to be asleep. She, Jasmine going to be in the back seat asking well, us to lock her door. Disturb. <laughs> I am nice. Stop that. Okay. Well, <laughs> we kind of um, touched on this a little bit earlier, but social media, it really does um, amplify this whole, you know, comparison culture. So, like, what type of advice would the two of you have for people who, you know, find themselves constantly comparing, you know, their themselves to others pictures and posts i mean i feel like my motto is get back in your lane so get back (laughs) in your lane stop comparing yourself um if you feel like it's really getting out of hand i think you need to take a break you need to reflect because i think that's more of some personal um self-esteem issues going on there um especially if it's like negatively impacting you like you see somebody happy and it brings you down yeah, that's something that you need to work through um, on an individual level. And so maybe social media and seeing all these people isn't for you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Um, I think it's good to know your boundaries. And if you're not setting your boundaries, just like you do with everything else in your life, then that's something you need to take into consideration. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I feel like at a certain point, you can see when it's starting to affect you in that negative way. Like, it's one thing to compare yourself to somebody, but it's another thing to start like getting this whole negative sense about yourself because you're comparing yourself to people. So when it gets to that point, yeah, it might be time to take a step back. I think everybody is prone to compare themselves to people like we're human. I feel like everybody does that. Like I go on Twitter and be like, oh my God, this girl got the biggest boobs and the biggest butt and the smallest waist. And I do not understand like, why am I shaped like this? But like, what? who's her trainer? Like, I don't hate myself because of it. So I feel like I can still get on social media, see those things and be OK. Um, I probably need to go work out. I think we all know that. But yeah, if you feel it like really, really taking a toll on you, then it might just be time to step back and be OK with stepping back and not needed to give a reason for stepping back because people be nosy. You don't got to announce it either. Like I'm going on a social media hiatus because of this, that and the third. Like we do not have to know you're leaving. Because that just brings attention to yourself. And now you're probably going to be on social media Mm -hmm. answering questions about why you're going on a hiatus. Defeating the whole You could have just disappeared. Move in silence. Mm, I like that. What is one positive thing that social media has done for you? Just one. (laughs) I'm sitting here like, "Mm, I got a couple things. Um, I think just it keeps me in constant contact with 
long distance friends. Like, for example, Alexis, one of our closest friends, she all the way left us, went to Indiana. Disappeared. Disappeared on us. What? But she getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) Cha-ching. Alexis, if you're hearing this, shorty, send me a cash app. Please. (laughs) <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like, and not even just her. I have so like you know, Kendra lives in Asheboro. Mm-hmm. I could sit here and list off tons of my closest friends, and it's so great that we like we don't have to limit ourselves to just you know texting or right. calling. Like I can see you know live videos, photos of what they're doing in life. Like Kendra's at the beach right now. Like Living and I, her I best can experience life. that with them, you know, and I can really experience their life moments that I can't personally be a part of, and that's something I really do appreciate about social media. Yeah, I think that's good. I think it can get exhausting to like reach out to people. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not reaching out to people every day. I'm probably not going to reach out to you weekly. Um, if I have stuff going on like that, just may not be a priority. And my friends know that I love them, whether I reach out all the time or not. So it is good to kind of just be able to get on social media and see, like, hey, they post a picture. Hey, they post a video. Like, they're doing good. And I don't have to have this worry that anything is going on because mm-hmm. I still have that to be connected to them. And then also, I think networking is a big part of that, um, especially with LinkedIn. Like I keep saying, I feel like I'm the only one that actually uses LinkedIn. I mean, I have mine, but oh, you made it! I did, to, I did. But I to don't be really fair, use it. to be fair, Jasmine's classes, courses, whatever she took in college, they helped prepare her more for things like that, and she got to create a LinkedIn there. My psychology and criminal justice professors threw me to the wolves because no one even told me what a LinkedIn was and how to link on the LinkedIn. Yeah, I loved LinkedIn. Anytime I meet somebody, I talk to somebody somewhere, I send them a note and be like, hey, just met you at so-and-so. Like, love to connect because that stuff can, like, really help. Like, it's not what Mm -hmm. you know. It's always who you know, who who they can put you in connection with. Like, And that's, like, a big thing now. Right. your education, yeah, it's important. Don't get me wrong. 100%. But it's not going it's not gonna but do it alone. You've gotta like put yourself out mm-hmm. there and network with people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And just going back to what you guys said before about um you don't really reach out to people much and so social media is that aspect for you. That's been one of my biggest fears with not being present on social media and also because I'm not the type of person either that texts people just out of the blue randomly. It's like mm-hmm. I love you and I feel like I don't have to actually text Mm -hmm. you every day to show that. And that's like a great thing with our best friend Kendra is like we don't have to talk every day. We can go a couple weeks without talking and then it just clicks. And so um, that's just been a concern for me, too. Yeah, since Desiree been off social media, I really got to text her like every day. No, same. And I am sick of it because you could really just be on Instagram. I, I can't the, send her tweets anymore. I get the messages in my email. Jasmine has sent you a DM. And I'm like, no, oh, that's nice. It's it's crazy because even like yesterday, I was ta- going to tag Desiree on something on Instagram. I said, this girl is not going to see this. Uh-oh. However, if she would have seen it, she would see I posted her favorite quote. Um, on our my little quote board that Ooh. I change every week. Is, oh, what was it? What's your favorite quote? There's a lot. You just told us. Oh, you talking about the one from Cleo Way? Yes, Cleo okay, Way. Yeah, that's great. If you be on social media, you would have seen it. I mean, you just told me, so now I know. You see, that's the beauty <laughs> of not being on social media. I'm still in the know. All right, President. <laughs> <laughs> so just based off your own personal experience, um, when do you think it's important for someone to just step back and take a social media break? For me personally, um, like what you guys were saying earlier, whenever if you're getting on social media and other people are making you feel 
seeing other people happy or seeing posts of other people is making you feel like an insecurity or a sadness with yourself. That's when I believe I need to take a step back from social media, which I've done that before. If I'm just, if I'm going through a lot personally and then I get on social media and things on there are affecting me too, there's no reason for me to be on social media. It's time, it's time to take a break. Yeah. For me, social media can really be a lot um, sometimes. And I've done plenty of times in the past where I've just deactivated my account. Um, but this time I didn't feel like deactivating because you have like a certain amount of time before you have to reactivate it. It's like social media wants to pull you pull back. Pull you in. back. So I was like, let me just sign out. But um, I need it to just because I need to focus on me for a while. And I needed to do that and not have to see everybody else and see what everybody else was doing in the world because I really needed to zone in, you know, take some time for self-love and figuring out what is working for me and what wasn't and at that time and still now um social media wasn't working and so i just had to set that boundary and that's something that i quite enjoyed i mean by the time you listen to this i'll probably be back present on social Ooh, media we hope so Yay. but from like i'm a tagger march <laughs> until july maybe one post for graduation because that had to oh, be yeah, stated. deserved that, mastered that. I haven't really been on there, and it's been freeing. I I think everybody should try it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really taken, like, a social media break. Like, there are days when I'm like, okay, I don't need to be all on my phone today because you got work to do, and I get distracted by social media. Like, when I get tired of doing work, I'd be like, okay, let me go on Twitter to just relieve my mind. And then a whole hour will go by, and I'm still on my phone. Um, So, yeah, sometimes I'm just like, okay, just leave it on the charger in your room, like, just sit it somewhere else, put it on Do Not Disturb, because when it becomes a distraction for me, I'm just like, no, this is too much. And so, as always, on Peer Perspectives, we like to close off our podcast with a tip of the week. And so this week, I would like to challenge you to Ooh. set a time in the evening to where you get off social media. So say like, Nine o'clock, I'm no longer going to be on social media. I'm going to do something. Do something that is self-love. Take a bubble bath. Read a book. Oh, I love a bubble bath. I love a book. Something. Something <laughs> for you that doesn't involve the rest of the world. So as always, if you like this episode, please leave us a review and follow us on our social media, especially the social media. Don't forget to share our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever. Also, if you have a topic or want our perspective and or advice on anything, send us a message via our social media, which is located in the episode notes. Or you can always email us at pureperspectivespodcast at gmail.com. Who knows? It might be a part of our next discussion. And as always, thank you for your continued support, and we will see you again real soon. Mm -hmm.